have about, and you have about 12 weeks to affirm it, establish it within yourself, the word for 2022. Amen. Because each word travels with us. The, these words are not something that just God give it and then all oh, magically when the new year comes in, it's over. That is not true. Amen. That is not true. A uh, lot is going on in our country today. A lot is happening today. <laughs> um, just a lot of crazy things going on. Amen. But I want to assure you that 2023 is going to be a year that people will have had to make up their minds. And if they haven't made up their minds, if they have not got saved, if they think they're feeling the pinch now, it's going to be even so in 2023. And the Lord, he brought, and like I said, today is a foundational day, so you can either flow with me or just take a little nap. Um, so with that being said, the Lord explained to me, he says, now when 2023 comes in, he says, it's, it's going to be like the five foolish and the five wise. And you know that story, how the five wise, they had oil in their lamps, but the five foolish did not. But this is what you got to watch. And this is going to be for family members, people around you. First thing that happened was they said, give us some of your oil. That's, that, that was the word. And if you're going to label this morning your journals, uh, good morning to SoundCloud listeners. This morning we're going to be um, actually operating out of the prophetic because God says so. So if you're going to label your journals this morning, whether in the ministry or on SoundCloud, we're talking about God's mystery, God's mystery. And so the Lord showed it to me. He says, what's going to happen is um, you're going to have to be very careful because they're going to be saying, give me your oil. Now, let me, let me explain something. I know that the oil in the Bible represents the Holy Ghost, but they're going to be saying, I pay my bill, pay this, do this for me. I need to borrow this. Can you cover me here? Let me tell you something about 2023. Be assured, if you're not saved, it doesn't matter who your family members are, they can walk around all day long in 2023 talking about my mama saved, my dad is saved, uh, my mama is the pope, my dad is the priest, my dad is a preacher. It won't matter. And like the Lord told me, you can be foolish if you want to and give all that you have to them when what they need to do is get saved. Be clear, I'm not a lying prophetess, and I don't play with God. The word that you are to be giving them, the Lord said, is you are to be telling them you need to get saved. You need to get under the word. Now, where are we? I have said it for years. God has given that to me, and I had explained it from Revelation, where in the book of Revelation, it talks about the number 666. And I have always said, we're not at the third six yet, we're at the second six. Well, I've followed the Lord. I didn't, I didn't have to wait on anybody else to confirm it, but just here recently, after years of saying that, 
I heard an old, old, very much qualified minister say the same thing. And I like to fill out the chair. I said, oh, man. I said, Lord, that's what you've been telling me. Okay. And, and then the Lord began to speak to my heart. And he began to say, well, when, when, did, when did the first six begin, Anna? When did it begin? And I said, well, Lord, I don't know. <laughs> and that's a whole nother message. But he said the first six began in the garden. Okay, and it traveled all the way up to Jesus being revealed in the New Testament. When Jesus was revealed in the New Testament, the second six began. So you need to think about this. Listen at this. The second six has been in operation for 2,022 years. Let that sink in. The second six has been in operation since 2000. And 22 years. That's a long time to be in the second six. Okay? And there are a lot of people out here in the world by what's going on. They want to make us think we're already in the third six. Believe me, honey, if we was in the third six, everybody would be saying, rocks, follow me, let me die. We have not seen, or, or they will not, they have not, the world has not seen anything yet. Nothing. But can I say something? The Lord explained something to me. He says, I want you to let them know that I am a God of love. Yeah. Yeah. Hear me today. He says, I am a God of love. So why is all this happening in the world? It is because we're on our way to God's kingdom being literally set up. Right. And the closer we get to it, the more and more you're going to feel and see the pressure in the world. Back on June the 5th, 2022, which was actually just here recently for the graduation. Well, that was for the graduation program. I had wrote this out, but then the Holy Ghost stopped me. So today I'm going to bring it back up. This word was given on May 12th, 2021, which was a Wednesday afternoon because I still go to church on Wednesday. <laughs> Amen. I know what you're saying. Well, what is she talking about? Well, I still go to church on Wednesday. I know we don't have church here, but I, I, I'm at church at my house. Amen. So anyway, the Lord had given me a word, and I shared it with you all, and he was telling me to bring back up some of these things in order to get us up to speed. Amen? And so the Holy Spirit had spoke, and he told me to tell uh, the uh, word to the congregation, and he said not only is it a congregational word, it is for the world. He says, tell them that we're in the days of salvation, we're living in the days of the Holy Spirit and the days leading up to the return of Jesus Christ. You remember that? Okay, so you have to understand something. The closer we get to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, things are going to take a turn for the worse. Okay? On January... 2020, this was on a Sunday, the Lord gave me this message, and it was coming from Matthew 24, verses 3 through 8. Now, if you want to turn there, we can go there, please. Matthew, and keep in mind, we're dealing in the prophetic today. What does that mean? This is an inspired message by God. That's exactly what it means, and we're talking about future events and events that are going on right now. Amen? Amen. Prophesy means to declare 
preach, and teach. Look at your neighbor. Say, everybody, everybody needs, needs to get saved. So if, if not, they're going, they're going to, get up to get caught up in the effects, in the effects of, this of this age wrapping up. Wrapping up. Now, now, if I want to give them all that I've prayed for, if I want to act like I'm God in their life, then God told me to tell you, you are not God. There's only one God. You're not God. So what you're going to do is you're going to use up all your resources, all your time, and all your strength when the only thing you need to give them is you need to get saved, you need to get under the word of God. And this is not a, you're gonna, you know, people talk about me, but it really doesn't matter anymore. I've accepted my position that God has put me in. I've accepted what he's called me to be. I've accepted how he's called me to minister. And I'm just saying right now, you can laugh. You can get out that door and talk about me. And you can say, oh, it's not going to be that bad. I'm telling you now, God told me, if they're not saved, if you're, if you in here not saved, if you play in church, you're going to know. You're going to know. And if you think you God this morning, God said, go for it. Because he told me, he said, you're not God. He is. One God. Matthew 24. You're going to need the church, too. All of you sitting up in here, where you at, baby? Got a word for you. All of you sitting up in here and you say you have outgrown me and you don't need the church, go for it, baby. You do your thing in 2023. Amen. Come here, sweetie. I'm here to just do whatever God tells me to do. Amen. I'm going to preach, I'm going to teach, I'm going to declare, and then I'm going home. Amen. I don't need anything. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It's going to be high, said God. It's going to be high. It's healing taking place in this house. It's a healing taking place in this house. There's a healing taking place. In this house. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you for your miracle working power, 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 Lord. Signs and wonders. Yes, Lord. There will be signs and wonders, Anna. Yes, Lord. 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 Yes,
the blessings they gonna need got to come from God. Where did your blessing come from? Where did your protection come from? So where theirs got to come from? You are not God. I tell you like the Lord told the man in the Bible. Tyrus, King Tyrus. He said, Tyrus, you're not God. You're just a mere man. You just flesh. Signs and wonders. Children, if you're saved, you better stay saved. You haven't seen anything yet. Somebody say, oh, I'm so glad that they overturned. You know what I'm talking about. Roe versus. Mm -hmm. Can't you see it? God's slowing the train some more. It's moving too fast again. He's slowing the train. Because they're already saying, they're already saying, I'm going to get me drivers. We're going we're gonna to bring in drivers to drive us where we need to go to get what we want. Huh? If I have to fly to get it. I'm looking like, huh? If I have to fly to go get an abortion. If I have to get somebody to drive me. One, one, one demon got on the TV. And this really kind of shook my world because one demon said, America is not ready for what's about to happen for what they have done in shutting down the abortion. I looked, I said, well, whoa, okay, okay. Then another demon got on there and said, cussing and going on. White young lady. I will, I won't say what she said, but I will get pregnant and kill it right in front of y'all. Y'all haven't seen. These people want what they want, when they want, how they want, and you better get out their way. That's what the Bible said, only a remnant going to be saved. Only a remnant, only a few, only a small amount is going to be saved because they want what they want, and they're willing to do anything to get what they want, even if it means crossing the line of the Bible. That doesn't matter anymore. And so I'm sitting there and I'm saying, thank you for the victory, Lord. Hmm. But your word is still going to come to pass. You know why it's going to come to pass? Because as long as the, have you ever noticed this? The Bible says as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time, harvest time, winter cold heat. So that means as long as this earth is here, you wake up in the morning and the earth is here, something's always being planted. And something's always going to come up. And as long as there are evildoers and sinners in the world, guess what? They're always planting what? An evil seed. And guess what? It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. So until someone can take a pen and get rid of sin, thank you for the victory. But it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop them. The best you can do is continue to live safe, stay under the word, stay where God puts you, stop trying to play God like you're going to save somebody. 
I don't know who you are this morning, but I think you better stop. Because I'm telling you, God was talking to me. I said, well, Lord, who in the world? Play? He said, tell them they need to stop because there's only one God. Amen. And his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. We can lead people. We can talk to people. We can live by example. But you're not God and I'm not God. Amen. We are little gods up under God. But we still don't have the full strength that El Shaddai got. Oh, let, me, let me go to something. Go with me. Like I said, I'm going to preach till he, till he finish and I'm going. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to go to Isaiah, the 24th chapter, 24th chapter. And we're talking about God's mystery. Isaiah 24, verse 6. Well, I tell you what, let's go to verse 4. Verse 4, Isaiah 24 and 4 says, The earth moaned and faded away. The world languished and faded away. The hardy people of the earth do languish. Those are the hardy people who walk in pride. They think they know it all. They don't need God. They don't need the word of God. Oh, we, I'm, I'm just God. Mm -hmm. But the Bible said languish is, is coming. Amen? That's a wasting away. It says the earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. Is that in your Bible? Amen. The earth is what? Defiled. What? Defiled. How is it defiled? By the inhabitants thereof, because they have, this is what's going on in the world today. They have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinance, broken the eternal covenant. Therefore hath the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are becoming desolate. Therefore the inhabitants of the earth are burned, and few men left. Do you see that? Amen. Okay, so you, now if you can sit there, and don't give me this, uh, that's the Old Testament. So you're going to tell me you can't see with your own eyes that the inhabitants of the earth have transgressed God's laws, changed his ordinance, and broken his eternal covenant. That's exactly what they've done. It's no more about what the, watch this, if you really listen to it, it's no more about what the word says. It's what I want. I'm not, I'm how do, how do y'all say it? I'm a self-made man. I'm a self-made woman. No, you're not. No, God made you. No, you're not. And if you let him continue to work on you, you're, he's not through with us yet. Hello? So, so what they're doing is they're saying it's my way or y'all take the highway, whoever you are. It's our way. It's our laws. It's what we want. You don't ever hear them say what? Did the word of God say? If anything, they'll tell you that book is a pain to me. Get it away from me because it tells me what I can't do because this is what I want to do, and the book says I can't do it. Amen. I was um, watching a picture, and I, I watch stuff because God just leads me to it. And the picture was showing how the weather is changing, the earth is changing. There are places that were hot, they're getting even hotter. Water, lakes are drying up. And so I was just sitting there, just minding my own business. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me. He says, the earth's, the earth's protective core is wasting away. And I said, okay, Lord. I said, well, you know. He says, the earth protective core is thinning 
So, you know, you're thinking in terms of the natural, you know, science is what they say, but that's not what he was talking about. The earth's protective core is the shield of God. I say, what? So you're going to have weather like we're having it. We're going to have, we've never hit 101. We've hit 99, and the index brought it to 11. But we've never just had 101, and then the index said it's 115. The weather is changing because the earth is losing its protective core. You say, well, why is the protective core being thinned, stepping back? Because of S-I. Can, can I read some more words? Oh, uh, no, no, no. Don't sit there getting scared. We on the, look, I've accepted where we are. Amen. I told, I got up on, on, on uh, when I got back home Saturday, I told the Lord, I said, okay, I accept it. I accept where I am. I said, I know you're going to take care of me. I know you're going to feed me. I know you're going to clothe me. I know you're going to let me drive. I said, so I accept your providence in my life. Huh? Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed would be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. If you go back and read the Old Testament, you will find out God took care of his people. He took care of the obedient ones. Yes. It's a high. It's high. Yes, sir. I've accepted. It's a high shine, Lord. It sure is. It is. But I'm willing. I'm willing because there's nothing back there for me. I didn't, I didn't leave. No, there's nothing back there for me. So you got to understand, if you God's child and you are obedient to the Lord and you in the church where you're supposed to be, Hello. God's going to take care of you. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You can sacrifice all day long. You can give up whatever you want to give up. God said, I want obedience. Because rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. It's like you're going to work and turn God's hand. Well, and you know what they did to witches? Men and female. They burned them at the stake. You can act like a witch if you want to. Like you're going to control God. That's what I hear the Spirit saying. Like we're going to control God. You can't control God. Amen. Jeremiah said, can a man take fire in his hand and put it in his bosom and not be burned? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. I say. Somebody say the earth, the earth is defiled. And the inhabitants, and the inhabitants are, defiling are defiling it. Go to Luke, the 17th chapter. Somebody say, thank you for the victories, Lord. Say, but sin, as we know, is still in the land. And God, and God will come. And judge, and judge all sin. All sin. There's, nothing hid from him. There's nothing hid from him. 
You think because you go to California and sin, God don't see it? You think because you go to the North Pole and sin, God don't see it? You think because Pastor Ann didn't travel with you, God didn't see it? It's going to be all of said God. Order. Oh, I'm gonna preach it. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care if you don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't come for you to push the like button. I won't be checking my emails after church to see how many likes I got. Fine for me. You got the right one, because I was raised on the back of the mountain. I don't need a crowd. There was no crowd behind the mountain. Just God and the sheep. Oh, do what you do. <laughs> do what you do, sweeties, ma'ams, and sirs. What you say, Lord? Luke, the 17th chapter. I'm going to deliver your word, Lord, and I'm going home. Luke 17, 26. And it reads, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. Stop right there. Here's something you need to know. As we move into those days of the return of Jesus Christ, don't expect the world to stop. Commerce is not going to stop. They're going to continue to be a bigger and better. <laughs> and that's what's throwing a lot of people off. They're going to continue. See, what, what's happening is you see some places shutting down and some places closing down, some going out of business, some are losing out, but then they come back with something bigger and better. Oh, yeah. Why? Because as in the days of Noah, they're going to continue to build and plant. They're going to continue to marry, get married and married, marry wives, marry husbands. They're going to continue to have children. Hello. They're going to continue to buy. They're going to continue to sell. That will continue. So don't look for that to stop. Oh, oh, it's going to get so bad until uh, nobody's going to be able to build anything and nobody's going to be able to buy anything. That's a lie. Saks Fifth Avenue will still be running. Oh Am I saying it right? I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter to me. You know me. I don't care. Saks Fifth Avenue. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> they gonna steal back. So the, don't get wrapped up in that. Don't get wrapped. Oh, oh, it's gonna get so bad. Oh Lord, nobody's gonna be able to buy. Nobody's gonna be able to sell. That's a lie. Don't be fooled. While all the hell is going on, and while the earth is coming, layers are t crumbling. They gonna still be doing what they do. They gonna still do. But what are you gonna be doing? I'm still going to the grocery store, but I'm going to do like Nehemiah. 
I'm going to have the Bible in one hand and the blessing in the other because they go hand in hand. See, that's where you're messing up at. If you can hear me this morning, if you got any type of spiritual ear where you're really messing up in, not your work ethic, it's because you won't keep the word in one hand, the Bible in one hand, and, and, and your work in the other. Do you have ears, wall? The Bible said in Revelation, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Go to Luke. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm going to preach it. Luke 21. Luke 21, verse 35. And the word of God says, For as a snare shall it come on all of them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore and pray always. Those of you who have stopped praying, you better put the altar back up. And I don't see how you talk about helping nobody and your prayer life is at zero. Who you going to help? You can't even hardly help yourself. You acting like Samson. You done got up, you shaking yourself, and you have no power. Uh-oh. No power. No power. I've been preaching that for years. Oh, that's all she talking about. That's all she talking about. Okay. When I... At home, when I'm at home, and 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 uh, I I need to pray, or I need somebody to pray for me. I want you to have power. Amen. I want you to be saying a bunch of words over me. You say, well, what is the power? It's the burden moving, yoke destroying, power of God. How do I get it? <laughs> you you spend time with the Lord. You 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 consistently spend time at your altar. You make time for God. You turn the TV off. You turn the radio off. Uh-oh, here it go. Turn the phone off. Amen. That's why I said, see, some of y'all messed up because you need a crowd. No, baby, I'm being serious. The only way power comes is you're going to have to spend some time, some quality time with God. How do I spend time with God? Prayer, fasting, reading the word, going back over the notes that he sent in here. Going, listening to cloud, consistent, consistent, consistent. Morning, it could be morning, it could be 12 o'clock, it could be afternoon, but you need to pick a time to spend some consistent time with the Lord. To do what? To pray, to seek him, to read his word, to go back over the notes he sends up in here, listen to SoundCloud, fast sometime, put the flesh under subjection. You got to put your flesh under subjection. Flesh will always want to rule, but you got to rule over your flesh or your flesh will take control of you. You got to fight. You got to fight. You got to fight. You got to fight. The good fight of faith. You, what is what, what faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God? What I've got, what I gotta have faith for? Faith so you can stand, faith so you can go through, faith to know God gonna bring you out, faith to know that uh uh it's only for a, a, a season. Weeping may endure for a season, but joy coming in the morning. Yeah. For a season. <laughs> oh, I know y'all. I'm going home. You ain't got the word. I just came to deliver a word. 
I'm going. You ain't got to worry. I'm out of here. You watch, watch what I tell you, babies. Watch what I tell you. He said, watch ye therefore and pray always. How, how, how do you pray? Always. How do you pray? Always. How do you pray? Always. Is it just for the women? I, I, I say, is it just for the women? Always. Is it just for the women? No. Male and female ought to be praying when? Always. To who? Always. To who? Pray always. Wait a minute. What about praying, Lord, that you may be accounted what? Worthy. To do what? To escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. And the Bible says, how they going to know without a preacher? Don't get me wrong. I'm, 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 I done settled in that too. I'm already ready. I understand that I, <laughs> I had a very unusual conversation because I'm never really, I don't know, straightforward with this young lady. And, and the reason why I'm never really straightforward with her, I mean, I tell the truth, but we don't just go into deep areas, is because sometimes we take a little break from sharing when you're not received. And so we were on the phone Wednesday. they life coaches and they motivational speakers and they like cheerleaders you can do it yay yay you can do it yay yay smile 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 happy happy joy joy no trouble yay <laughs> and don't bring me no bad news the world is a happy place and everybody's going to be with the Lord. Everybody. You go to heaven. You go to heaven. <laughs> I said, yeah, they're in these places where no power is. I said, yeah, but God say we're in the second six of the day. God say we're living in the last days. God say. When if it comes to, and I told him, I said, yeah, I said, God, I said, I got this little saying, if it comes to Mobile, you know it's over. <laughs> when they painted that cannon down there, Amen. I said, Lord, it has come to Mobile. Amen. So we're just talking, I'm steady sharing, I'm steady sharing. So they said, well, uh, Mama, we're going to the movies, and we're going to see Lightyear. I said, ooh, that's so wonderful, darling. I said, you tell me how it is, because I would like to go see Lightyear. I just saw the commercial, so don't, don't shoot me down before I finish what I got to say. So I said, oh, yes. I said, please go. I said, you all have fun. I said, when you get done, darling, I said, y'all give me a call and let me know how it was, because Mama want to go see it. I said, what theater is it at? She said, Mama, it's at all the theaters. I said, OK, babe. Let me know which one you went to. So I done preached, so now I done got off the phone. So when I got off the phone, I said, whoo, I said, Lord, must be a new day. I 
said, I've never talked like that to her. You know, we've casually talked, but we've never talked like that. So later on the night, the phone just rung, and I was handling some business, so I said, oh, I got to call them back. So then by the time I hung up the phone, they were calling me back. And they was quiet. They said, Mama. I said, what, babe? I said, what is it? They said, Mama, sit down. She said, you do not want to go see like this. I said, what's the matter? She said, Mama, it's, it's just what you said. She said, it's everywhere, Mama. She said, Mama, she said, you know the little, that's the other reason I wanted to go see it. I said, oh, they got a little lady of color on there. And I'm big on when they have people of color in things. And she said, Mama, she said, we took uh, the children. <laughs> she said, and the little lady of color you wanted to see, she said, she was dead, Mama. I said, what? And she said she married a woman. They had children. Then they had grandchildren. I said, baby, wait a minute. You mean to tell me they're showing this for young children? Because they were 11 and something. I said, are you for real? She said, yes, ma'am. I said, see them? I said, they, they trying to indoctrinize them. They trying to get them young. And I'm going to tell you something. You said, uh-huh, but do you know in some of our schools, they are teaching them that you can be a boy or a girl. It's your choice. That's what they're teaching them. And you mean to tell me you don't need the word of God, you don't need power in your life, and your children are the next generation? Ain't no telling what they're going to be doing when that generation come up. We see what they're doing now. She said, oh, mama, she said, I got to get in here now. She said, I got to get them in the bathtub, get them in the baths, and I, we got to, me and my husband got to sit them down, and we got to talk to them. I said, yeah, you do. She said, I guess I'm going to have to start checking the cartoons from now on. I said, yes, you do. It's everywhere. If it comes to Mobile, <laughs> it's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's what I've always said. I said, if you see it in Mobile, like, like the little girl that uh, said that, by Christmas, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And they told us, if you read it in the, in the Times, it's, it's real. Well, if it comes to Mobile, it's real. Wow. She said, Mama, don't go. I said, baby, you ain't got to worry about me. That's the end of light year. <laughs> Forget it. Won't be going to see light year because I'm not going to sit up in all that kind of stuff. See, I'm already gone. You can't indoctrinate me. I'm already indoctrinated, and that's the way the church ought to be. You ought to be already indoctrinated by the word of God, yeah. not even your own sayings. The word of God, what the Bible say. Tell me what the Bible say. I don't want to hear what you got to say. Tell me what the word say. Tell me what the word say. He said, pray so you can be what? Accounted worthy to do what? Escape everything that's coming upon this earth. So they need to be in church. They need to be under the word. But I've settled now. I understand. Everybody's not even going to be saved. Oh, they don't want that one. Because they think they folk going anyway. I hope you got enough oil then. I hope you got enough for them, sweetie. <laughs> They're going to have to get saved for themselves. They're going to have to 
accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior for themselves. They got to get in the word. They got to get in a good ministry where the word is going forth. Because it is the word that builds us up and strengthens us. It is the word that washes us from the filth we pick up when we out there. And for me, Anna, yes, sir. God's mysteries. What is a mystery? A mystery in the New Testament is something that had at one time been hidden, but is now revealed to God's people. Hmm. Go to Revelation chapter 10. Somebody said we're talking about God's mysteries. And we've already read three scriptures. Said so we're moving a little further now. Stop getting so scared. If you saved, you just you saved. But more you won't. Now, if you don't think you saved, then it's time to get scared. If you don't think you saved, it's time to repent. If you don't think you saved, it's time to find Jesus in your closet. Huh? Because you better be saved in 2023. Believe me when I tell you. Believe me when I tell you. And if you think you God, you go for it. Get all your unsaved folk and you take care of them. You heal them. Hello? You supply them with what they need instead of giving them the word and letting them know you need to be saved. I am a servant of the Most High God. I am not God. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. I can't do you like the Lord. And they better be saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, five baptized. Seriously. Revelation chapter 10, verse 1. Oh, I'm soon, I'm going to soon let you go. Revelation 10 and 1 says, And I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven, clothed with a cloud, and a rainbow was upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet as pillars of fire. And he had in his hand a little book open, and he set his right foot upon the sea, and his left foot on the earth, and cried with a loud voice as when a lion roareth. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voice. And when the seven thunders had uttered their voice, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear. Now he's going to make a proclamation. He's come down to the earth. He's a mighty angel. Now, some scholars say that this was Jesus Christ himself, and they're not really sure if it was Jesus. And I thought about something. I thought about there are, oh, well, there were three angels that stood before the throne of God. God has millions and millions and billions of angels, but there were three that stood 
by his throne. And that was Michael, the archangel. There was Lucifer, son of the morning. Lucifer actually guarded the throne of God. And then there is Gabriel, who is the messenger of God. And so I'm still praying because if this is not Jesus Christ, then I would think this is Gabriel. And I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm just saying, I would think that this was Gabriel making a pro proclamation. Amen. And it says, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things which are therein, that there should be time no longer. Now notice what he said. I need you to hear this. He stood, he was sent from heaven to make a proclamation that time would be no longer. And so I got excited. I said, Lord, what does this mean? You've led me here to read this. What in the world is this? What does this mean? And so he goes on to say in the seventh verse, but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, notice this is the seventh angel. The number seven means what? Completion. There's a completion. So in the day of the voice of the seventh angel, when he should begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants, the prophets. Now, I'm real interested now in what the Lord wants to say, because I'm saying to myself, Lord, this is the first time that I have read in scripture and it, or it has come to my attention that something is about to end. Normally, it's always something's going to go on and on. But this here says when the seven angels sounded, he said, first of all, time would be no longer and the mystery of God would be finished over. Let me let me share this with you real quick. We're not going to take a long time to break it down. That's not what I just want to show you something, though. All these people who are running around saying they got a long because that's what they're going to tell you. Oh, I got time to get saved. I don't need to get saved right now. I'm still young. I haven't lived out my life. Oh, I got time to get saved. People don't get saved till they're 80 and 90. No, you're missing it. Because by the time you get to 60, 70, 80, and 90, God ready for you to do something for him. Amen. And I prophesy, young man. The Lord took me on a journey this morning, and I saw some of the future. And it still stands. When you turn 60, <laughs> you will carry God's word. He says, I'm going to give you your 30s, your 40s, your 50s. You got a range in there. You can, you, you can do or you don't have to. It won't send you to hell. But he'll give you time to get married, time to have babies, time to enjoy your money. Uh-huh. Look at him. He like that. <laughs> oh, I knew that was good. I told the Lord while I was sitting up there behind the veil, I said, oh, he going to like this one. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying. He said, he going to give you time. And he says, the prophecy has changed now. Where there was once said there could be no you without him, that's over. Now there can be no you without her, the teacher. <laughs> and I don't intend on going nowhere. So I counted it up. I counted it up. I said, wait a minute, Lord, if he going to start at 60, oh, I can't tell him that counter because then they'll know my age. Oh, no, no, no. We're not going there this morning. We'll talk. I said, oh, my God. So we got, to, we got to get in the order. I'm not a lying prophetess. 
I've laid out before God, and I've laid out, and I've laid out. And God said, you did what I told you to do. You stayed in order. He said, I went to this one, and they didn't want it. He said, but you did right, folks. Because if you had went to him first, you would have been out of order. He was talking to me. He said, you went to this one. They weren't ready. He said, you went to this one. And you went to this one. They didn't want it. And your position is totally, amen. It is what God says it is. But God said, it still stands. Long time ago, God said, when he turned 60, remember that? It had, I had just, it had settled in my spiritual bank. And God took me down memory lane this morning while I was in prayer. And I, I said, what? The Lord said, when he turned 60, he will carry the word. But now that's over where there was, if there's no him, there could be no him. No, no, no. Now, if there's no her, there can be no him. Because the teacher had to be. My little patty wad. Because <laughs> mm. I'm not going nowhere. Ain't no woman running me off. She better not mess with me. Ain't no man running me off. Hello. Hello. Ain't no lie going to run me off. Ain't no hearsay going to run me off. Ha! Ain't no hater going to run me off. Try to talk. Heal it, Anna. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. See, sometimes your destiny is to lay the foundation. And sometimes your destiny, even though God speaks great words, it might not look as great because you're laying the foundation. But once the foundation is laid, then the building can go up. We didn't have to tear up the foundation, break it up, throw it out, relay it. Huh? No, that, that, that got a little crack in it. Break it up. <laughs> Woo! Shonda. Only thing I ask God, I said, when this training is over, Give me time. Let me be able to walk in and see him operating in it. That's what I want to see. I just want him to grant me. Let me see it before I close my eyes. Because sometimes you just there to lay the foundation. Carlton, I know what you said, baby. I'm going to preach. I'm going to teach. So if they listening, God bless them. I want to just share something. Now, don't run. Everybody is different, and God uses everybody in a different way. But do one little thing for the Lord. He told me to ask you to do one little thing for him. From now on, when you have a dream or a poem, begin to pray and ask God to give you a scripture to go with it. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Like the poem you wrote about, did I remember to pray or did I forget to pray? Find one scripture to go with it and jot it down or write it down. Start doing that. Amen? Because you are called. But God said you're in the growing stages. You're in the growing stages. Amen? Amen. Just do that for him.
keep dreaming. Let him keep giving you the dreams. Keep giving you the poetry. Keep, keep that going. But find, start asking, say, Lord, give me a scripture. Just one, just one, so I can jot it up under here. Amen? Amen. 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 Oh, I know what I'm doing. God already talked to me this whole week. Oh, this whole week, he already told me how the service was going to go. And I told him, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, sir. He says in the voice of the seventh angel, the mystery of God should be finished. Let's, 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 let's go there. Let's go there. Where he says that time will be no longer, it means there will be no more delays. Okay? There will be, well, you say, what in the world are you talking about no more delays? Here's how it's working, children. Every time God tells us I'm slowing the train down, that means a delay. But there is coming a time when the train will no longer slow down. He's going to pull the brake and let it go. No more delays. It's coming. It's coming. But every year is wrapping up and getting us closer and closer to the return of Christ. And the closer we get to his return, what's happening to the earth? The old fabric is coming down. And guess what? You know and I know you don't do no type of house cleaning. You don't pull rugs and curtains without a noise. So what's happening in the earth? Uh, the curtains are coming down. The old pattern is coming down. Why? Because God is allowing it to be pulled down because why? He's getting ready eventually to set up his kingdom. So God's not trying to hurt nobody, but he's not going to set up his kingdom in a sinful world. Oh, that's got to come down. Oh, that's, hey, I heard that. You know what? You're going to miss a treat, though. What you say? You hope you go when he get up, you're going to miss it. You ought to be sad. You ought to be shamed. You ought to be so sad of yourself. Let me, you pitiful. I heard you. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh. So, the closer we get to the return of the Lord, there's going to be a lot of noise. Because, you know what? Sinners don't want the kingdom of God to be set up. They fight not. They don't really understand what they're fighting against. They think they're just fighting for their sinful right, but they're really fighting against the setting up of the kingdom of God. They don't want it set up. Shine for me. Shine for me. Chee! Healing coming in, healing coming in, healing. Somebody say, there's coming a time when there will be no more delays. Now, if you don't believe me, go to Thessalonians. And I'm only going to read that little part. I'm going to prove it to you. Somebody say, there's coming a time when the Lord is not going to slow down the train. He's going to take the brakes off. And it's going to move forward. Go to 2 Thessalonians. I can prove it. I'm 
going to show you. 2 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2. Yeah. Time for me. Yes, Lord. Verse 6. And now ye know what withhold it, that he might re be revealed in his time. For the mystery, there it is again, of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now let it will let until he be taken out of the way. Do you see that? Yeah. Somebody say the breaks, the breaks are going to be removed. Okay, where it says the mystery of iniquity, the reason why iniquity is a mystery is because people want to know why did God not stop the devil in the garden? Why did he allow Adam and Eve to go ahead and eat of the tree and bring this sin, misery, untimely death on the earth? It's a what? Mystery. But we finna solve it today. Because this is the mystery of all mysteries. I, I didn't tell you this. In the Bible, there are actually 11 mysteries. We're only dealing with number seven. I like that. How about that? And I didn't even write this. This is the seventh mystery, and it's called God's mystery. Seven is what? Complete. So that means God's mystery completes every other mystery in the Bible. Amen? He says, there will be no delays any longer. Humanity has been living in the time of God's delay for centuries. Is that not true? All right. But this angel warns the human race that God is about to conclude his delay against their rebellion, against his will, and that soon the final consummation will take place. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when he should begin to sound, the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants, the prophets. Well, what is the mystery of God? Wait a minute, I, I need you to hear me. I got to slow down. What is the mystery of God that when this seventh angel sounds, it's going to be over, completed, brought to, watch this, brought to fullness? The mystery of God is Christ. Now, when I read this, I stopped, I paused. It blew my mind. I said, wait a minute. People run around saying, oh, we got time. Uh, grace and mercy, here it is, is going to run forever. But here in Revelation, it's hid. And God says, no, it's not. No, it's not. I said, oh, my God, wait a minute. This is jolting my mind. Wait a minute, Lord. Do the church people know that this is in the Bible? God's grace and mercy going to run forever. We're going to be able to sin and do whatever we want to do forever. We're we going to live like we want to live forever. Because God is so gracious and God is so merciful. But this angel says, not so. There's a fulfillment to his mystery, which is Christ. Can we go a little further? I'm just laying a foundation. I'm going to let y'all. I know you about ready to run for cold water. So that prophetess came up in here. We thought, we thought. Yeah, that's what the devil thought. I got her now. She's sick again. But I'm learning something about when I go down. God said, I got you. All he can do is do this until I say, hey, uh, it's almost time for Sunday. Let her go. Amen. Get your hands off of her. Said, wow, okay. I like, okay. So I'm here to deliver the word, so you better get it. 
The mystery of God refers to Christ, God's salvation. Salvation involves the mystery. Listen at this now. Salvation involves the mystery of how a holy God could love sinful human beings sufficiently to send his only son into the world to die for their sins. This was made known to the prophets, God's servants in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. For all these thousands of years, people have been living under the mystery of God with the invitation for the sinful fallen human race to be put back into fellowship with God by faith in the blood of Jesus Christ and being born into God's family without works but by faith. But the mystery is soon coming to a close. So now you got something to tell them. Man, I got to, man, you know how old I am. That doesn't matter. It's coming to a close. Do you remember what happened also in Noah's day? When Noah and his family entered the ark and all that God told him to put in the ark, what happened? God, the Bible said God. Wake up Zion. This is a reality. It is going to come to be finalized where God is going to close the door. I'm not going to give you the timing today. He gave me the timing, but I won't give it today. You just need to get the reality. I need the reality. Run for your lives. Where do you want me to run, Pastor? Where do you want me to run, Mama? Where do you want me to run? Run to the word of God and plant yourself there. Run into the church where God told you to be. Yeah. I, I'm not studying your neighbor. I ain't studying the folk down the street. I ain't studying your, your, your homies. Where did he tell you to be? Because when the door closes, the Bible says the people ran. And they said, Noah, open the door. Noah said, I can't. Wait a minute. Noah said, I can't open it because I didn't close it. Thank you. Don't call my answer machine. I'm not closing the door. Can we go just a little further? I'm, I'm there are 11 mysteries in the New Testament, but we will only be looking at the seventh mystery of the New Testament called God's mystery, the mystery of God. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, please. We're going to get some scripture. So you can have some word. So if you want to share it with someone else, you need the word. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. 
And it reads, Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. It means made firm and established. Yet not the wisdom of this world. Haven't we talked about that? I don't want to hear it. G give me the word. You better get the word. Nor of the princesses of this world that come to naught. It's going to come to naught if it's not the word of God. Our pastor used to sing uh, a song, everything going down but the word of God. Everything going to come down but the word, but the word of God. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Uh-oh. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princesses of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, I, I want need you to understand something. All the wise scholars in the days of Jesus, including the prince of the air, the devil, was not smart enough to know the wisdom of God. You do understand Satan didn't really know who Jesus was. That's why he kept saying, if it's written, do this. I want to see something. I'm trying to figure you out. Who are you? He was stupid. He didn't even know who Jesus was. Because why? Listen at what the Bible says. God kept Christ a mystery until it was time to unfold and reveal him. But now preachers are preaching. That's why the Bible said, how can they preach unless they be sent? He said, how do people going to know unless they sit up on a preacher? And how the preacher going to preach except they be sent? And how, oh, my God. How beautiful are the feet of those who publish glad tidings of peace. But I understand. But we're still obligated to tell. You're still obligated to tell somebody, you know what, you need to be under the word. You need to be in the house of God. You, you know what, we're still obligated, church, to live it every day. I'm still obligated to let folk know where you been. You're supposed to be in church. You're supposed to be under the word of God. I'm going to say thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. That's the mystery of iniquity. How in the world, Lord, did you let that happen? Well, the mystery of God is I let it happen because I had a plan. I, ooh, I like this when God told me this. I couldn't even hardly put this on paper, but it's enlarged in my spirit. God told me, he said, Anna, he said, the mystery was, I placed myself in the equation. I said, what? He said, they couldn't even, he says, I wrapped myself in human flesh. God himself. Because see, you got churches today that still don't understand the Trinity. It blows my mind. I'm saying, huh? We understand. Jesus is God. God is Jesus. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, and these three are one. But the mystery was God in Christ. First Corinthians says, and God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. That's the 
the mystery that they can't see. But if they would come in the house of God and get the scales off their eyes, because in the house of God is the anointing. Uh-oh. Because again, I say, the Lord said, how can they hear without a preacher? And if you ain't been called a preacher, yeah, yeah, You've been called to share. You've been called to say come. You've been called to be an example. Read it. Go back and read it. How can they hear without a preacher? I told you there's a sound. There's a sound. You say, well, what is it? The word of God. The word of God. Because, see, Many have come and made a choice. Don't ever tell me they came and didn't hear. That's a lie. They came, they heard, and made a choice. I said, God, you're awesome. He said, oh, they heard it. They heard the sound. But then when they got out, they made a choice. Well, I don't think I'm going back because I really don't want to stop sinning. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going back because... Um, I already know that. Really? Okay. Oh, yes, you are so right. Blind lead the blind, and they all fall into the ditch. I love you, Lord. Thank you. And he said, a preacher can't preach unless you've been sent by God. My mama didn't choose me to preach. My daddy didn't choose me to preach. There are no preachers in our family. God chose me. Amen. And he says, I'll choose what? The weaker vessels. Did you ever, have you ever not read that? He says, I'll choose the weaker vessels, huh? To bring to naught the foolish things of the world. See, I got to go home. I got to go home. They came. They steady coming. They're going to steady come. They're going to hear. And then they make a decision. Ooh, that's too much for me. I even had people to come back and tell me, ooh, what is that? I'm scared. I'm thinking, what? What is wrong with you? Not like the children of Israel who, who, who heard God on Mount Sinai. Oh, Moses, we don't want God to speak to us any longer. You speak to us. And God said, go back and tell them I heard them. Shine for me, Anna. Yes, sir. One more scripture, and I hear the Lord saying, we're going to go. We'll pick this up next Sunday if it's the Lord's will. Amen? Amen. First Corinthians chapter 2. We're going on down with it. All right. Um, he says, we'll finish it with, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained, which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. 
But as it is written, eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither have entered into the hearts of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed, but God had revealed them unto us by his what? By his spirit. For the spirit do what? Searching all things, yea, the deep things of God. Okay, so the only way that the mystery can be revealed today is by the spirit of the Lord. And if you want to uh, check that, you can look at what he told um, Peter. Flesh and blood had not revealed this unto you, but my father in heaven. That was the only way Peter knew that Jesus Christ was the Christ, son of the living God. So basically, that's why God says, how can they preach unless they sent? You must be uh, have a knowledge of what? Spiritual matters. If you got a knowledge of spiritual matters, come on now, God done set you down, he done taught you some stuff, he done took you through, he done removed dross from your life, he done opened your eyes, guess what? Then you can go back and share that, hello, with the anointing to destroy the yoke and remove the burden. And the shackles will be off their eyes, amen? One more, because we've already told you the devil is the prince of this world, but he did not know God's mystery, God's wisdom. One more, Colossian 2. We got to get out of here, because God been gracious. He been gracious with the weather, is what I'm uh, talking about. He been good to us with the weather. All right, Colossian. Thank you, Father. Colossian chapter 2, verse 2. And it reads that their hearts might be confront, comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledging of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Didn't we just say that? The mystery is God put himself in the equation. He came to the earth in a human body. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. And guess what? He was born of a virgin. How was he born? Because of the Father. What does he call the Holy Spirit? The Father. So there's a mystery of God, a mystery of the Father, and the mystery of Christ. God bless you.